said what I said. Hey, girls and gays. Hey, girls and gays. Wow. We're back, baby. We're back. We're back. We're uncomfortable. We're so nervous. We're so nervous. My heart's racing. I'm sweating. I've got boob sweat and everything. Under boob sweat, yeah. Do you have your shirt tucked now? No, it's going to be just now, yeah. (laughs) Welcome to another episode, or the first time episode for new listeners to I Said What I Said. I said what I said. This is the podcast where we close the gap between... Between... (laughs) Out of practice, you go. Between who we are and who we want to be. And where we are and where we want to be. That's right. So I am your host, Mukundwa. And I am your co-host, always bringing the most, Nyakwezi. Awesome. And we're two sisters. We live in South Africa. What other context? Sunny South Africa. Sunny South Africa. Um, we Best cute. country. Yeah. Um, nearly, not nearly unaffected by COVID, but we've done so well in COVID. Mm. So much for shit all countries. I know. That Should really all countries backfired. are really pulling through. I know. Who's the shit That's embarrassing. Yeah. So yes, this is our podcast. We've been away for a while. Been away for yeah. about six months. Yeah. Actually, kind of just after COVID hit South Africa. March, April, May, June, July. Okay. Nine, nine months. Was it from March? Yeah. Okay. No, no. Who knows? But it's it's been at least six months. That's at least right. half a year. That's right. Um, we took a hiatus yeah. because of realizing things because I wanted to, I think. <laughs> because Wakanda was tired of editing. I was tired of editing. Uh, yeah. And so what we're going to do this episode is we're going to talk about this year. Yeah. Uh, what this year's meant for us, what it's been like, what we've learned, the things we've realized. Um, and also a whole bunch of listener questions. We have had a, like a soft announcement that we, the podcast might come to an end um, because of me. So all of your questions and what we've learned this year, it'll all tie in to also just explaining that, but in a way that's like just fluid because there's just so many reasons. Basically, it's going to be a shit sandwich, but you won't even know. <laughs> and I love a shit sandwich. I know I'm a fan. Oh, man. Gosh, where do we begin? It's well, also welcome. a new setup. We're looking at each other. It is a new setup. So we used to be huddled around one, one mic, one mic, one very good studio mic. And now we each have our own our studio own. mic. Yeah. Welcome. So welcome Welcome. to the end of 2020. Thank you, darling. Yeah, and I'm really excited to get into this and... Okay, let's get into it. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, look, I've got a whole list of things I feel like I've been doing this year. Have you... Did you introduce the topic? Yeah, we're talking about this year. Oh, fantastic. So we should just start. We got some really interesting questions about... Yeah, 2020... uh, what it's done to us as a society and Mm. what it's going to mean for next year Mm. and also like spiritual growth questions about just our thoughts on intuition and how Mm. we can develop that Mm. thoughts on self-development and that's that's been a big thing for me this year Mm. so I don't even know where to start I think okay start with what's your summary of 2020 for you like oh my god okay 2020 I've never ever looked at years this way so this might be it's a strange way to think of years but this i would say this has been one of my favorite years wow i was gonna say best year but that's not that's not a thing it's been one of my favorite years i absolutely love who i've become this year i really like the things i've contemplated and the way i treat myself and my outlook on life Mm. this has been a year of spiritual awakening um and every year has its really interesting Mm. 
take-homes, but this year has been phenomenal for me. Mm. It's been unbelievable. When I think about where I came from, the last time we talked on this podcast, so starting from like November, December, that was when I, I didn't have a job for a year or a, something like that. Was a it? year? I didn't have a job for a year. Yeah, I didn't have a job for a year. I was trying to freelance. Oh, that's right. And then I did a recruitment job, hated it. There were slave owners. And yeah, like this year's the year I quadrupled my income. Literally. And I, and the amazing thing about that was it had, I've never, I've never done less and made more money. Mm. And it was, it's a true testament to just the learning the game of life and how to play it. Mm-hmm, okay. Learning, I really understand the laws of the universe now and <laughs> okay, <Gina. laughs> I know. I the universe. Got the cheat code. Basically, my outlook is I haven't looked too into this, but there's a theory that the world, the universe is just programmed. Like it's just a game, it's a simulation yeah. that some superhumans created, yeah. which oddly sounds just like a religion um, because it's the same thing, right? God created the world or a superhuman. Or some kind of alien did. And if the world is created, that means that there are rules. And that means that there are laws that govern it if it's been created. So whether you believe in God or you believe that we've been um, programmed as a simulation, there are rules. And if you can learn those rules, you can hack the game. And if you can hack the game, you can have the time of your life. Isn't that interesting? A hundred percent. And so I feel I've come across some information that's helped me hack the game such that things that I didn't believe could happen. How can I do less and make four times more? How can I feel? There are things I feel now about myself and about my life and about, yeah, like my outlook that just have nothing to do with my environment and have everything to do with my perception. And what I'm talking about here, that's all code for manifestation. (laughs) It's all code. Um, So that's just been a big thing for me is when that happened, the money thing's really important because it defies logic. Like I just, I've worked, I've been a hard worker for so long, even though I've like supported bum life, I've been a hard worker and like the fruits, you can get things done with working hard, but when, but I'm just learning that like when we start from, when we start by changing our belief systems and start by belief, by having a desire and believing we can have what we desire, that's where the creation begins, not from the structure my government created, mm-hmm. my family circumstances, the world around me, my identity. It starts from, I have a belief system, does it support my desire? Mm-hmm. And if they don't, things will take longer or not come. But if they do, things mm-hmm. appear, things materialize in your my experience so quickly. Yeah. And I mean... That's incredible. It like, really is. And it's very counter, um, I, I want to say counterintuitive, but we've been taught what our intuitive response should be. So that is also incorrect. But I, but when I say counterintuitive, I mean like counter what we've been taught at societally, um, which is that that these are the cards we've been dealt. Now do the best that you can within them. And mm-hmm. you can, and you have the power to rise above and put your mind to it and all of that, um, which is effort uh mm-hmm. efforting which is um yeah willpower motivation all these things that um i've known to have a positive spin on them yeah. um now i understand them like you're saying to be mm. 
kind of swimming upstream unnecessarily. The long way around, isn't it? The long way around. And, and I think that I think that what you're just saying now takes an immense amount of courage because there is no logic that it hasn't been done enough or it's not mainstream enough to be considered logical what you're doing, which is um, believing believing what you want to believe and then and like aligning with that. Yeah, um, for You sure. said it beautifully. There were two things, your belief system and your what? Your, your desire. desire. Exactly. So first of all, being brave enough to have the desire and then shifting your belief system so that it supports your desire, so that your desire can come about. And that is brave because... Um, we don't know it's it's an uncharted it's uncharted territory um the vast majority at least what who we surround ourselves with and maybe through media and so on and so forth don't agree with that and you know um i would say like that's not the way i i was raised i was raised to work hard and try hard in the school system and all of that so i think it's very brave yeah and and maybe after you've experienced it it's not brave anymore it's just like duh I know what you mean, though. I think it's interesting because hard work does work. It's just so hard. Yes. That's the only thing. Like It's just hard and there's an easy way to do it. Yeah. And as you said, it does sound counterintuitive to do less and make more. Like, yeah. And, and achieve more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it's interesting because the reason I use that example, when we think about manifesting... Okay, so just... As a brief set, just to explain. So manifesting is very much like prayer. Well, it has similarities to prayer, um, like asking it is given. So you have a desire and then you focus on the desire and things around you align for that. So you, instead of efforting for it, you're inspired to take action that supports your desire. So it's the difference between inspiration and effort, which will look the same, but a different. Inspiration and motivation. Inspiration and motivation. Yeah, and motivation, which I always thought was positive actually isn't yeah. in this instant if you yeah. have to convince yourself to do something for sure it's not it's it's no you're not going with the flow you're for not sure. listening to your inner guidance you're not actually tapping into your true desire yeah yeah if that. you have to force it and we're man in my belief is we're manifesting all the time everything's a manifestation of our thoughts and our everything leading up to right now right. so but the difference is creating in a way that benefits you mm. it's a difference between thinking I never have enough money or I want more money mm. and like paying attention. They seem like split hairs, but the more you put engines on the back of those and that engine is your attention, they divert. Mm. Um, and then you get the results of that. That's, that's what's been happening to me. Yeah. And the reason is interesting because when we have dr- dreams and desires for ourselves, if they don't, mat- if they haven't materialized, then we feel we look dumb. Or, or that's it so, so actually you see, looking dumb is the scariest it's thing. looking exactly. dumb so me talking about the home I'm, I'm about to get yeah that looks dumb and i sound crazy because it's not here but the reason i mentioned the income is because first of all everyone knows <laughs> the universal language will respond to money yeah. and i've got evidence now yeah and that is powerful <laughs> bitch yeah, yeah i've got evidence and for for like it's unfortunate or it just is a thing that that's my leg to stand on is to have that evidence. But because I don't have material evidence of all the other things I want, I just won't talk about them because then all, every, there, there are doubts there. But when it's like, no, 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 I have evidence. Like here are the hours I haven't worked and here's the money I do have. <laughs> Suddenly. Wait, so uh, wait, doubts from yourself or from others? Like you don't want other people to be like, wait a minute, but you don't have a Lamborghini. I don't see no, it. It's not that I don't want that. I think what I'm saying is manifestation. All of it's real. If also, I also, do you know what a Lamborghini is? 
it's yeah it's one of those low tampon cars so it's a sports car can't drive it with the potholes can't drive it here um it's more than whatever your dreams are are real now and thinking that they're only real once they materialize is why it takes forever to get there and so i think i'm just making that distinction that it is real now and the the way i personally get the things i want the things that rather the things that come into my life are the things i believe are real now if i believed my home would, mm-hmm, if i believed if there's some things if i believed they were real now before i saw them i'd have them money's been something that's very easy for me like i've always felt abundant and so the income thing wasn't that surprising to me mm. but like there's some things where they don't feel real like i'll have to see them to believe them and i think that's how that's how we've been raised is to yeah. s- believe it once we see it yeah. whereas manifesting and having faith um and religion and religious leaders are asking you to believe it before you see it and yeah. that's the way creation works is believing it yeah. before we see it so i think that's just yeah. maybe we're just making that distinction just to make. that's fantastic and i you know what i love that you brought in religion at the end because i think that okay from my exposure to christianity and the bahai faith like that is what people are taught faith that's what faith is and you believe you believe in your healing god is healed and now walk with faith and and it's you know it's given all these names or that or that's the is it not jargon lexicon come on help um, me that's, that's the language that's used basically yes and um and it works and that's why so as much as i might bash religions or whatever it is that shit works bruh like you see you don't have to see you believe it and it is done and you walk with faith and then it's done and then of course you, yeah, I feel like that. I agree. I think that's fundamentally the truth about religion. Yes, yeah. Where it trips me up is, unfortunately, there's sometimes like clouds of shame around these beliefs and rules. And shame and rules just, I don't, they don't really work, I don't believe. But what I do... And begging. True. Like being like, if you're, God, you've got seven billion bitches to look after, please can you heal me? But I know you like, you've got so much to do, like, please can it be me though? Right. Please, please, please. And it's like, no, there's no bit, like... God's God's attending to you. God works for you. Do you understand? You're the boss. Like, like that's, that's how that works. We're gonna, you're going to get yourself. Are we gonna get you're going to get some, some... Are we getting a letter bomb? We're, we're literally getting anthrax in the mails. Yeah, God's like, you dumb bitch. <laughs> Stop begging. Like, I'm your... I'm within you. You've got this. Okay, let's talk about my year. Let's talk about your year. Oh, my God. How's this happened <laughs> for you? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You're... This year, <laughs> this year has shown me flames, bruh. I'm screaming. Oh my god! Beat the shit out of you, it bi- bitch. Bitch, it, it grabbed your hair. You only grabbed the hair. That fist, <laughs> closed fist. It was beating down on me. Wow. But you know, Tell us. still we rise. Um. Yeah. No. Look, it was just crazy. I think my mental health took a dive, and it was just so interesting being in my body and then watching my body. Um. You know, with all the with COVID and all the restrictions and all of those things and, and this unseen, unknown monster, mm. um, I just, I didn't know. It, it, there was a system I couldn't control yeah. and none of it made sense. And so, and everything I was seeing outside didn't make sense. Great, we're going to sanitize and wash hands when you get home. But then you're touching the same groceries you just brought home, which are probably covered in COVID. But you've got to like turn a blind eye to something. So there was just, nothing was crystal, nothing was straightforward and textbook and the way like I had lived my life, most of my life, which was, this is right, this is wrong. Very easy to see. You can get full marks. Great. So that was interesting. Mm-hmm. And then, um, 
you know, I didn't know, I think that was it. I didn't know what was, how to be right and how to be wrong categorically. Oh my God. Yeah. And that was just so hard to deal with. Um, that was one. And then two, I think because that energy probably carried on into my work life. Um, like not believing that I would know what's right and wrong. Um, so, I mean, I had tons of work this year, which is great. So financially as well, it's been wonderful. I mean, I would say probably I doubled my, or, or yeah, doubled or almost doubled my income. Catch up. Joking. No, literally. <laughs> um, so it's been really, really good. <laughs> like moved to a cute little neighborhood now. Um, we Woolies rich. Listen, we are wool. We buy bread rich. from Woolworths. We do. Gourmet no, bread. Gourmet. The, the the loaf that they twist with the hands they they I'm they what they braid it that's the one we buy bitch with the hand churned butter so anyway <laughs> um yeah so I got a lot of work but it wasn't the the um the circumstances that I wanted so it was also just a lot of struggle like I have bled for every coin mm, yeah. <laughs> and that was not fun I was like wait this isn't my reality like I'm yeah. supposed to be doing less and earning more like that's where I'm supposed to be so that was weird weird as shit um but it was great because I think my contrast this year has been stronger than ever I'm still working through a few things like um my you know mental niggles about what my reality is but I think that at the end of the year like I've come out at the end of this year really cherishing myself my perspective, what is important to me, my emotions, um, is it easy, is it fun? Like those have really been my my go-to questions. Like, you know, um, what is easy, what is fun? So with all my, so I've gained a ton of weight, um, a ton. Um, and I've had to change the way I look at myself, I feel about myself, mm-hmm. um, the way I exercise mm-hmm. uh, and it's been really, really good for me to really make it about me, moving my body for me, not moving my body for me, dressing for me, um, mm. not for the external gaze, eating for f- me what's fun. Like even that was a stress this year, um, like not knowing what was right with food. I, you know, it's the same theme. I didn't know what was right, what was wrong. Um, and so I ended up like not really... Anyway, so now I've come to a, pl- a point where I was going to say I ended up not eating properly or whatever, but I don't even know what that means. But I've come to a place where um, I've made eating fun again for me, or at least I'm on that journey. And I really want to cook from a place of fun um, and enjoying myself. Um, I think also just realizing this year the 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 realness of, of uh, human mortality. So not like the spirit, the soul, but like... yeah. you know i could have these massive plans it was supposed to be 20 plenty and then wuhan can be like actually no (laughs) the bats can be like yeah oh you thought you thought i was i was there's 20 plenty for me bitch for who it's 20 plenty for me (laughs) yeah you better stay indoors if you don't want to participate yeah so yeah so just learning realizing how I, it's just so funny looking back at this year it's felt like a big pause when I had all these big plans I was supposed to be you know xyz but then that's mentally but if I look at it on the ground like my career has grown um we live in such a beautiful place now yeah. um I feel better about my body I have you know, so there has been progress just not in the ways I had planned so that's it's it's been it's been a great year and I, you know we've been blessed I think the people closest to us have pulled through um you know they're still with us which for me is i'm just grateful for that so that's Mm. great 
Um, you know, work-wise, we've been great, better than great. And we've had each other, me and Mukundwa. That's meant a lot to have each other. It has, it has. Gosh, this year taught me to mind my business. <laughs> That's interesting. So, how do you avoid, you talked about, like, what happens when you got what you wanted in terms of business was booming mm. you were highly sought after you made your coin yeah. but you had to bleed for every single coin i fucking bleed yeah what's it like receiving what you want but it being a little mashed up jesus it's horrible it is horrible do you blame yourself did you feel guilty you feel guilty you feel less than for not being like, able to manifest is there a right answer here like you are backing me into a corner so funny um is that a real question? Literally, do you feel guilty? Do you feel shit? Do you feel trash? Because that's how I feel. I feel quite bad. Um, that was quite a projection. It is, 100%. I just like, how haven't you... I'm basically asking why you haven't killed yourself because you didn't manifest properly. Have you seen these nails? If I kill myself, ghosts don't have nails. <laughs> I know, those are cute. Do you think you'll get acrylics? No. I won't get acrylic. I'm going to... An open cast. Oh, yes. Cask. Actually, thank you so much. I'm going to write up my will now. I know... That's it. I'm going to plan my nails. Oh, 100%. I want my wedding my wedding nails, my funeral nails now. I don't know if I want to be seen. I think that's a bit I am 100% being seen. And I want like, them to What if they do blocky brows, blocky Joburg brows? Like I don't want that. I'll be around. <laughs> that meaning to say I'll take care of your brows. <laughs> no, you'll be doing some weird sex BDSM shit where you choke each other and then whatever. Screaming. that's the only reason why i'll be around <laughs> not yeah but tell us why really why haven't you snuffed yourself out like why i feel guilty when i don't when i don't get exactly what i want which is raw which is like not right obviously we know how that's that hinders my progress entirely but i just want to know why you haven't taken that personally or have you i think i have i absolutely know I haven't taken it personally to the point where I'm beating myself up. Mm. What I have taken personally is I'm curious as to how and why I called this experience. Like that I'm actually intrigued about that. Like, why did I want this? Like, did I just want a level of contrast so strong? So a situation that was so undesirable to show me very clearly what I do really want. Uh Um, Yeah. So I don't feel guilty at all. I feel Mm. I'm actually quite grateful that I, I can introspect, I can look back and I have this perspective. I actually, and it's amusing um, to me. I just think I know very well that my goal is to do nothing and earn everything literally you've always been that person i've always been that person and i think we've heard through this podcast from the beginning of this podcast we had those arguments and we'd argue because i'd be like are you are you a a lazy a dumb are you a dumb yeah so and i'd be like no i just i just want everything and i want to do nothing and i deserve it because i'm alive oh my god i was such team hard work you really were you were like look if you send out a thousand emails i always 25 will respond literally like send out a thousand cvs yeah 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 yeah, and 10% will get back to you, which is 100. Oh my God, now but, I'm like, no, yeah. I do literally nothing. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so I've just been, like, amazed and intrigued. Even, yeah, so th- that's actually the attitude right now. Like, when I'm in a, a situation that's, like, conflict or undesirable, yeah. I just, I'm amused and amazed. Like, wow, how, <laughs> what's this about? Like, so what's my inner space like? How... 
that I didn't realize, you know? Okay. Yeah. So with the work that I had to bleed for, I think it goes back to that theme of not knowing what's right and wrong. So not trusting that I would know this. Thank you. This seems, this sounds amazing, but no, this is uh, no further. I will go no further. That okay. kind of thing. And feeling guilty for wanting to say no or wanting to do oh less, gosh. not being able to please them. Cause I know they needed all this work done. And I know I'm a great voiceover artist and I can get it done for them. And where else are they going to find someone, you know, they yeah. can absolute bollocks. This has also been the year of no, hasn't it? You talked about... um, To you. Kidding. (laughs) You talked about setting... I think you said setting boundaries with people was interesting. Like friends or or just socially saying no to work. Um, We've done that a lot with clients as well, haven't we? Which is so odd. Saying no to money. Mm. I've just... We've really been reprogramming. I've been reprogramming the way I think about everything. Yeah. Like, how do you say no to... Yeah, just being like, no, I don't want your money because I don't like how you spoke to me. And before, what I find so interesting about the workplace, though the workplace, but also how humans are raised, but also how women are raised, is we're taught that how we feel is secondary, genuinely. That, oh, you have a, you know, a yeah. sore throat. No, you still come to work or you stay at home and you still do your email. That yeah. that's secondary. You deal with how you feel. That That's not in the workplace. Keep how you feel out the workplace. That's yeah. not professional, yeah. right? Um, that's for home. If you're unwell, yeah, that's secondary. Tend to your work for, and we've just taught to put how we feel about anything about food. When yeah. kids don't want to eat something because it tastes yucky, no, 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 no. But you have to. Yeah, that's secondary. Yeah, and having to retrain ourselves to be like, no, how I feel is actually my creative power. Yeah. When I like things and I move towards them, I get more nice things. When I don't like things, but I insist on them, I get worse things. And it's no surprise that when things go bad, like the more things go bad, the more they go bad, the more they go bad for us often. And the more things go well, the more they go well, the more they go well, because we're training ourselves um, to just like follow our intuition and just how we feel. Yeah. And so back to just being able to say, it's been so nice working for myself because I really could say, hi, I don't like that you asked for a discount. I know that sounds irrational, but I don't care. I'm blocking it. I don't want to work with you. Hi, I know you're offering me these hundreds of dollars to do very little work, but I really don't like, I just don't like how you text. I just feel it's kind of, there's something I feel in my gut. You've not said anything, but hey, it's my life. Mm. Goodbye. Yeah, goodbye. And having that energy purvey like across everything, across how I eat, how I dress, um, everything, like loved ones who I hang out with, really honoring that I feel I'm scared to follow my intuition because I have no evidence. I don't look crazy, mm-hmm. but it's never been wrong. Mm-hmm. I've had like a feeling in my tummy. It's yeah. never been wrong. And I've always been the dummy for not listening. Yeah. So I've ended up in the worst and the horrible situations is when I felt it in my belly, but mm-hmm. I felt like I was being a bitch. Um, you know, just being an asshole, being weird, mm. being frigid. You know, there's nothing, there's nothing. He's not done anything. So why would I be afraid? Hey, and then you go there or then you entertain them and then what? Mm-hmm. I think we've got a, a cat in our house. I think we do. But Lucas, should we just leave him? Let's see what happens. Let's leave him. So this, uh, this cat that's forcing himself on our cat and wants to be friends so bad. Wow, he really is in our home. Yeah, I think he's rubbing on everything. Pause? No, don't pause. Keep going. I actually want to go... There's a listener question about intuition. Ooh. Can we go to it? Let's do it. First of all, listeners, thank you so much for sending in 
thousands of messages, <laughs> really tons and tons of responses. It's just been so wonderful to like, to hear your questions. And I mean, it's also really touching that you still want to hear us. It just kills me, darling. You're like, you're not even engaged in this stuff. Like, how can you be so grateful? I Well, I am. Just because I'm not engaged like you are. Exactly. Um, I really appreciate it. I really, really do. Every time you send me something that someone says, yeah. or it really yeah. means a lot to me. It's just, it's beautiful. It's wonderful. I mean, I guess I just don't enjoy social media. And so I don't engage like that. Like I find it overwhelming, mm-hmm. you know, to be like to talk to people on a personal, like all these people on a personal level. Mm-hmm. I think that's it. I find it overwhelming and that's why I don't really talk to people. Um, but I'm just so grateful that this is helpful and enjoyable to yeah. someone, uh, you know, to a lot of people, not even someone, to many someone. So, so don't gaslight me. Don't you dare. You know what I can't stand about gaslighting? It's my new okay. favorite word. Someone asked how to find or develop personal a personal compass or intuition. Right. Either you're born with it or you're not. You're obviously joking. You're obviously joking. That's mean. What does that mean? Can I go? Yeah, go. I. It's actually super, super, super simple and super, super, super fun. So what you do um, is, I think developing an intuition is realizing how much, how you've been raised has been to be addicted to suffering. Um, that comes up once you do this. So what you do is today while you're listening or once you're done listening, try be present throughout your day and start to think a bit more about your decisions. So you're done listening to the podcast, you're going to make breakfast, um, you really want some eggs, but you feel kind of guilty because you already had two yesterday, and you're like, okay, you're only supposed to have however many eggs a week. So you feel guilty, but you want the eggs. So it's thinking in that moment, I'm about to have cereal, but I really want the eggs. Which one would make me feel good? And if it's the eggs, you have the eggs. When you're done with that, you have washing up to do. Um, but you kind of really want to start narcos. So you think, okay, I really should wash my dishes. Like I don't like dishes in the sink, but it would make me feel so good to just catch two episodes of narcos. So you catch the two episodes. So it's being really as much as you can present in every moment of your day and making the better decision that makes you feel good. Not the responsible decision, not the right decision, not the kinder decision to everyone else, but and not not the appropriate decision, but the one that feels good as far as you can. Right. You've got work, you've got other you interface with people. So as far as you can do that and then you'll start to actually feel what that feels like to follow feeling good. And intuition is is that it always leads you to what feels good and away from what's scary, what's hurtful, what's troubling, what's dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um and then what I would add is that after you've watched the two hours of Narcos and now, you know, it's um, 2 p.m. and you're having to do the dishes instead of doing them earlier. When you start to feel guilty, remind yourself, wait a minute, wait a minute. I really wanted to watch Narcos and it was worth it. Mm-hmm. It's OK that I'm washing the dishes now late. It's OK that I slept with dishes in the sink. Um, it's OK that I had four eggs this week. It's OK. It's okay. Like, and just soothe yourself um, because it was so nice. to. And you can even remind yourself, but it was so nice to eat those eggs. It was so nice. Narcos was funny as fuck. Like, that was good. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Like, revel in, revel in that. And and it's okay. Like, be, be your, be your, your own best friend or rather, yeah, and be your advocate. Be as gentle to yourself as you would 
maybe to someone that you love, your best friend, if they had really wanted to do something and they let themselves do it. Like, think about that. Like, would you encourage them and, and you know, how nice you would be to them if you would be nice. I love that. Yeah. I think it helps to have an, my belief system, like it helps when, if your belief system is to some extent that what matters is how you feel. So it's not the four oh, eggs I that'll see. give you high cholesterol. It's how yeah. you feel about them. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. you feeling, knowing or believing that, okay, mm. four eggs is going to kill me. That belief system will kill you. Can I tell you about eggs. how that manifested immediately? Ooh. Bitch. So I was, what was I doing? I think I was just like sitting on my bed watching something and I kept thinking, oh my God, as I'm sitting here, like my heart rate's probably, like my BP's probably rising. I'm probably da 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 like... I worked myself up into such a state and I remember coming to you and I was like, Mukundra, you have to wear my Fitbit. I need to know what your heart rate is. Like mine just is through the roof, blah, blah, blah. Um, And I saw your heart rate and then I saw mine and it was exactly the same. And I just realized that I just talked myself into a, literally into a frenzy, into a frenzy. And I very well might've had a heart attack. Like, like, yeah. Then you got high blood pressure in that moment. Like that was you. That was all me, but actually my resting BP was the same as yours. And I was just so, so worried and worked up. Yeah. Can you imagine? Yeah. That's so interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's really interesting for me. Intuition has been interesting this year. Um, part of being addicted to suffering or just not being, not being pressed about suffering like pain's normal, whatever. Yeah. Women have a high pain, like you just pain is pain. Just under like listening to my body. And so when I started to really think about the feelings I was feeling in my belly, I'd notice mm-hmm. that at moments, like when I'm writing an email to a client I don't like, suddenly there's acid in my throat. Mm-hmm. And like, why was that always okay? Why was I just like, oh, it's acid reflux, just take some of the medicine? No, 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 no. it's not okay. And then when you stop writing that email, suddenly your acid goes. I developed this really cool thing um, where I I hiccup sometime when I'm not meant to be doing something. I literally, it's it's so interesting, but I'm so proud of it because it's so random. Where I'll literally be like, I'll even put on like a really nice podcast and I'll just start hiccuping and it won't go away. And they, they're like hiccups that kids have where your whole body vibrates. It's just not comfortable. <laughs> And only when I stop the podcast or stop what I'm doing, the hiccups go. And I think for me, that's testament where it's a muscle, your intuition. And the more you grow it, you will get such visceral responses to what you should and shouldn't be doing. So it might start as a little seed now. It feels really small, but you keep nurturing that and you'll be a-okay. Yeah. 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 Your body's benevolent and loves you. The universe is benevolent and loves you. Everything's love. And the power that is that created this place wants you to feel good so you're in good hands yeah everything's pushing you towards listening to your intuition yeah definitely Ooh. self-development someone mm-hmm. said um are we always going to be dissatisfied with ourselves that like we have to like self-dev ourselves mm-hmm. into a new version of ourselves can i oh my god i have to take the the baton on this one. So this is another thing I've been struggling with this year uh-huh. um, and kind of went into a tailspin about because yeah. the short answer is yes. We are oh. always going to self dev because we are always going to want more. There will always be more and there will always be room for growth. Is that bad or a, a struggle or negative? What I'm learning for me is no. 
Oh my god, we I literally disagree entirely. This is so exciting. Okay. Tell us everything. Because the process of grow of progress um is desire and desire is usually for more or for different or or better or yes, one of those things as I understand them. So um I don't desire necessarily what I already have because it's here. Um, yes. And so in that sense, within myself and for my life, I will, I will always want more and it's natural. I'm under, that, this is what my struggle is. It's natural to always, to always want more, to always see room for improvement or, um, or growth or that kind of thing. And that it doesn't have to be painful, um, it doesn't mean that I'm dissatisfied with where I am. It doesn't mean that um, where I am is negative. It just means yes and, yes and, yes and. Like, how could this be better? How could this be more? How can I be happier? Or that that kind of thing. I'm happy now. And yes, there can be more. So, so yes, um, that's, I'm still trying to put it into a form that makes sense to me. Um, but what I'm coming to understand is, yeah, forever self-dev. Uh, and is a difference, uh, and we're talking about self-dev in terms of identifying traits in your character that are m- hindering you or hindering your lifestyle and then like managing that, changing that, adapting that, that self-development. Not like having a desire, but actually working on your character or your behavior. Um, not, no, no. So I don't believe in working on my me character behavior whatever i just believe in going towards what i want and so if it'll bring me more peace to to be less combative then that's what i'll do but only because peace is what i'm going for so mm-hmm. it's not because i don't think i should be as combative as i am mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. that's interesting so how i understand what you're saying is it's from a different driver self I understand self-development to be considering how you interface with like circumstances and other people and managing yourself depending on the feedback back. Oh, I see. Yeah, you're saying rather the feedback is it all is self-facing. It's not really about this friend doesn't like that I do this and that friend doesn't like that I do that. How can I be different in these relationships to better serve the relationship right right yeah mm. so i've changed the meaning of self-dev around it's okay. not about it's not the yeah. textbook self-dev that's right of yeah. yeah yeah how to be a complete person i think i saw an advert on i saw an advert about um because it was called it was some guru and his talk or his course was called becoming nobody and i thought I'm that screaming. is the worst thing i can think of <laughs> oh my gosh no i need to pop this pussy to the max not a fan not a fan i tried to listen to Eckhart Tolle yesterday <laughs> no that nigga had to go through through homelessness and shit like that's his vibe so if it's not yours let it go i'm not the biggest fan of separating from my ego either like i just don't want to do that yeah and he's like, you separation. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, that'll be very interesting to talk about. Yeah. Oh, this is really interesting. Okay. Mm. Self-dev. We used to. So what's interesting with our relationship? You and me. Um, me and Yak. So if you're new to the podcast, what people really like about this podcast. <laughs> the feedback <laughs> I've received. What you will like too. <laughs> is our dynamic. Um, that. One of my, the I was thinking one of the proudest things I am of my life is definitely my relationship with you. 
Um, Don't make me cry. Yeah, it's something I'm super proud of that I'd like. If I was called on stage and I was like, okay, show, show and tell. Like, what have you achieved? It's like this. But then I thought about it. And oh, it's not anymore. <laughs> Sorry, let me let you finish. Our relationship thus far has been an achievement because we've actively worked on it. But it got to the point where we were so thoughtful and conscious and accommodating where it was like sorry uh Nyak would be like sorry you know I don't like it when you pile when you make the plates top heavy like all the balls at the bottom and the plates at the top That's so you crazy. know that you literally did it today <laughs> and I thought oh I, I don't I don't think I've told her and then I'd be like hey Nyak I really find it uncomfortable when you use this kind of word around me like I just don't like these words do you mind not and she'd be like oh my god yeah it's about your mental health then I'd be like, you know, Nyak, we need, this is how we need to clean. And she'd be accommodating. And I'd, she'd say, this is how you need to talk and walk and act. And I'd be accommodating. And so <laughs> it was a, it was a piece of work because we'd actually worked on being compatible, meaning we'd changed ourselves. And by the end, it was so funny because I'd say something to Nyak and she'd be like, oh, I thought that word was banned. Or I thought I wasn't, I remember you telling me I wasn't supposed to act like that. Like you didn't like it when I said this and this to you. And so we had this list of things we'd, included and excluded about each other for each other that got very convoluted and confusing and um i mean it worked because that used to be our mind that was our belief system then that self-dev and being an agreeable person means compromising and considering and it did and it worked because we believed it right and i but i knew that i only had a handful of people i think i even said this on the podcast there was only a handful of people i could could do do that for because it takes everything out of you it's absolutely and i thought I don't know if I can be married because I'm already doing this with Nyak. Like, mm. I can't actually do this without another person. It's so, it's just like tears you apart having to edit bits of yourself out because you love someone and thinking that love means to edit and to be considerate in those ways. So, me and Nyak have both been listening to the same kind of spiritual content, which talks about not doing that. Rather, any grievances you have with your environment start with you. How can you focus differently within yourself and through your focus, through Nyak's attention to the dishes being placed properly, watch and see the dishes most likely will start to be placed properly because we can influence our circumstances. And this is a very whack, it's such an interesting concept. I struggle, like intellectually, I struggle to believe or understand that if I change how I think about people, they're their behavior changes around me because it's like I can't I don't have mind control but when I tell you we've seen the most incredible things between us mm-hmm. where like Nyak was once things like Nyak was washing the dish and it was like and was like gosh these bins overwhelm me I don't know how I'm gonna take them out we don't have enough bin bags and she just said you know I'm just I'm not gonna think about it this is overwhelming done next thought and the second later I come into the room and I'm like, I should like do 10 the bins. seconds later, literally. literally. And this is my, this is what I want to do. And I hand the solution mm-hmm. things where I really want Nyak to come with me somewhere, but I don't want to ask because I know she wants to like stay home and do something. Mm-hmm. And so I just leave it. And she bursts out her room and was like, I changed my mind. Let me come with you. It's, mm-hmm. we can't make this stuff up. And it sounds, it just sounds so wild and coincidental, but we experience it all the time between us. Yeah. And I only believe that because I've seen it actually, it was so hard to believe that I could change. I mean, how? Yeah. But now that I've seen it with you, that when I want you, when I want things to be different, I just stop thinking about what I want to be different and think about what I want or nothing, or rather just like leave the subject entirely. Yeah, and we'll think about puppies and anything that makes me feel good. Um, so, and I'll just, I'll link the, the things we listen to, the spiritual stuff in the description. So you can go and actually deep dive properly and 
get into it if you're keen. But all of this to say, with self-dev, I don't believe in it anymore because I know everything I want to change about the world comes from within me, not my government, not uh, whoever else outside me, not the person that makes policies, not my parents, not my family, not my friends. So I don't do self-development anymore because I don't need to. Everything I want comes from my attention to it or not to it. It comes from me living in a state of joy as often as possible. I get what I want through that. So I don't believe in changing. No, and I don't believe in self-dev. But I think it's a nice, it's such a, it's a really considered idea, certainly to like look at yourself and want to be um, a more agreeable person to the people around you. I think it's, it comes from a very sincere place. And I think that's, that's, it works for people in its feet. Yeah, I wish I knew what the bridging, what the thing that would bridge self-dev and I don't know, whatever you call where we are or where you are now. I think you just get, oh, sorry, sorry. sorry. Uh, No, I guess, I mean, tell me what your answer is because I think that self-dev is great, but it only takes you so far and then it's overwhelming because... You're frustrated because no one's meeting you where you are. Exactly. And and the thing with self-dev is that you're given the answers from the outside, actually. From the outside. Self-dev isn't about intuition, as far as I know. No, No, it's it's not. not. It's about... Yeah. And it might say that it is, but it isn't. No. Um, So... No, it's about feedback. It's about like That's right. cause and effect really externalized. Yeah. And I think all your, your fave self-dev people, you, your friends, there's a point I got, fr- there's a point you get frustrated because you've self-dev yourself out of society where now <laughs> it's like you're floating over everyone and nobody's good. So few relationships match or meet your requirements in terms of romantically, in terms of platonically. Your family now is becoming more frustrating because you've done all this work, concerted work, in the hopes that, like, with the... I don't know what even the motivations of self-dev are. The expectation that if you what improve yourself... What is the motivation of self-dev? Yeah. yeah, like, if you've... I think, unfortunately, it creates, a, it creates a belief that if you've improved yourself, you'll get you'll get that in kind. And you, do, you, you, you don't, don't really. <laughs> you don't really. Not everyone's holding Ypres love. You don't. Yeah, you just don't. And then that's why so many intelligent, smart, thoughtful, kind, generous, gentle women just mm. are being like, I, I just can't find any men. Mm. I feel because I think, again, it's a good sentiment, but I have a feeling it's missing the fundamental part, which is about aligning with yourself and about mm. it does not matter how the person feels about how you spoke to them. No, mm. hmm, I want to use a good example. Cancel that example. I'll leave it. I'm going to leave it there Mm. for now. Mm. Okay. All right. Because now we're talking about belief systems and we can't, you can't, I can't, we can't explain that enough for someone to understand that. That's like a fundamental belief system. Okay. That's true. Okay. How to navigate dating. (laughs) How to navigate dating a white person when you're brown. Honestly, enjoy your slave king and live it. (laughs) Just enjoy it. Why? I'm eating mango guys. Sorry. (laughs) Why would, um, what would the problem be? The problem? If if you love if you love them or you like them or you're friends and you get along and you have fun when you two are together, mm. what's, what's the problem? The problem is, once this... Don't swallow that mango up. hole, hey? Chew. <laughs> once he's gotten those, that good Caucasian pamming, once her cakes have been split <sighs> by... The Cracker King. Don't make me excited. I'm going out right now. Once, Once her uterus has been scrambled and she has that post nut 
clarity. Ah, post-melanin deficient nut. You know what it is, unfortunately, in my opinion. This is a beautiful brown girl or person. We'll choose. (laughs) I think with them and with a lot of brown people, we really see our relationship... (laughs) Wow, this, this is really used to be me. Do you consider yourself brown? I don't consider myself anything. I don't think about my race ever. I'll tell you that for free. <laughs> Unless I'm online. You know what? We believe, there's a belief, and I totally understand it, that the personal is political. And so after you've been smashed to smithereens by a white king, you're like, okay, but you're white. So you're still, these are the ways you've got privilege. These are the ways you're accountable. These are the ways... And I feel guilty because I'm interfacing with you. And if I can see an, a gap in your knowledge of my existence or, or what your existence does to people of my existence, I feel responsible for having to either address it or amend it or educate you. And I think if you take that responsibility out, you wouldn't feel guilty. If you stopped thinking, if you stop making a political party out of your relationships and see people at face value and also like what's the word not mind your business but why don't you just I would if with me when I date somebody who's not my experience I'm gonna focus on how we the world we exist in as a third like this third world we've created with us um not the world around us and like Okay, because you're Indian and Gandhi came to South Africa and he wanted to have a separate toilet. He wanted Indians to not sit on black seats. Now we have to discuss South Asian racism. Like, no, I, I'm not doing that. Yeah, I'm not I, wasting my time. This is the thing. So once you have done all of that and you've politicized your relationship and, um, you know, you've gone through all this effort, um, like no one outside of you is going to thank you and when your relationship suffers for it for the sacrifices you've made or whatever um no one's going to come and apologize at the end of the day that you didn't have the light-hearted loving expansive relationship um that you could have so i would say that and this goes with, so no matter who you date, they will be different because they are not you. So it could be people of the same sex with different backgrounds, mm. economic backgrounds. It could be the same economic backgrounds, but different life experiences. One has these traumas, one has those traumas, and then someone's got the upper hand. Mm. Um, it could be anything. It could, do you know what I mean? So from race, the most um, kind of overt down to the most sort of, what's a Opposite um, of invert, like, uh, oh God. the the most sort of unseen, mm-hmm. like personal traumas. So and and if I feel if I'm going to spend my time trying to politicize or to um, like remedy or who has who has more who has a bigger dosage of mental health issues? Just a bigger doses of race, yeah. racial pressure. And and how should so much and time. you need to believe this because your ancestors fucked no, with my ancestors no, no, no. or people like you, you know, yeah, hurt people in like these ways. exactly. Um, I I think it's a really lost opportunity for love, to enjoy yourself. Um, which is yeah, to enjoy yourself for fun for for pleasure for ease and while that's all very non-pc to say because everyone must be aware of everyone else's struggles especially if you're a white male able-bodied white male a cis um 
you know, uh, gosh, that's just tiring, bro. Like, mm, because no, everyone yeah. who isn't then now must be a police. You, you know, know what? Uh, for me, I just think you should mind your business. I think all all that. Yeah, mind your business. Mind your mind your business because it benefits you to mind your yeah. business. Uh, I think we have no responsibility over anybody, right? That's no one's our responsibility. Um, no one's under your ward. It's not your job to police to teach. Mm enjoy people and if you struggle because of their race that's okay mm. probably try find someone else yeah. of a race that makes you feel more comfortable yeah. you should be having fun and like yeah. i think with even with romance beyond this question we make people our responsibility it's not that deep yeah. like your partner can be different to you they can do things you don't like like your friends do like your family does and it's like, not can babe they wi- will yeah, it is guaranteed business. exactly and it's not, not your Business. So pick your struggle, babe. I hope this white guy tells her, mind your business. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, it's, it's all love, Angel. That's yeah. that's really what we think. And, you know, because I think that the danger of not listening and doing what truly makes you happy is that um, wherever you do end up, uh, the other person that you end up with will be the scapegoat. So they're not the white king that you wanted in the first place, but, also, but now they then have to carry the burden of not being what you really wanted subconsciously. It's just messed up. Like, do what you want, what makes you happy, and move. Yeah, how can you... This is, so this, this is the next question. How do we detoxify romance and our desire for intimacy? I think it's a big question for life, how I live now, is how can I enjoy myself to the max without needing anyone to be different so assuming everyone's fixed in stone everyone's now turned into terracotta no one's changing how can i navigate around people and enjoy myself um because i think i even said yeah i wonder if i even said the wrong thing there when i said romance thinking of this third world we've created i don't even know if i think of it like that i'm still about me and it's all about you and we're enjoying each other because we're like vibrating on the same wavelength mm-hmm. and we mind our businesses equally mm-hmm. and the things we enjoy about each other we we like lean into the things we don't we kind of mind our business and make space to yeah. not have to experience that all the time yeah. if your partner's messy don't live with them that kind of thing yeah instead of like trying to problem solve just don't yeah yeah and i think that that's really really important um every rule that we think we know about the way things should um, be or should you know whatever that is was once a figment of someone's imagination so it actually has no basis whatsoever in any form of um, logical reality it was it was once a dream so make your own make your own rules make your own rules mm. just focus on yourself try and try your best to mind your business yeah. your best your level best yeah. someone said i can't believe i'm saying this but your views on the kardashians oh my gosh do you want to talk about that I like Kim a lot. I like Chris a lot. Kim and Chris and Chloe. I'm quite, I used to be super obsessed with Chris. I listened to her talks. I just like, it was so cute how she started her little business with, um, with, uh, what's their name? Caitlin mm. at the beginning. And when she'd call these agencies and try to get her booked for work, it was just really cute. I liked her story. Mm. I like him a lot. I like how she speaks. Mm. I often listen to her ASMR, um, her swatches on YouTube. Oh, they're ASMR. Not intentionally. She does. You know how she speaks. Yeah. It's so quiet. I love it. It really sends me to sleep. I like how she has very little expression in her eyes. I like it. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, it's fantastic. If you're talking about... about... Oh, sorry, baby. Oh. 
Well, I was just going to give my general. Like, I don't know them that... I don't... I haven't watched them. Nobody knows them that well. Nobody knows them. I think they're saying the cultural... They're trying to say, like, how... I think they're actually asking, how do we feel about how much they antagonize black people? Antagonize? Yeah, yeah shocked. shocked. <laughs> okay, <laughs> the, the braids. braids thing. You know, they put the braids, they date them black men, they get the booties. Don't care. I don't care. Kim said she hasn't had one surgery. I, yeah, I don't care. I think what I do like is... I love I love people who are creative and enjoy what they have yeah. and like creating makeup lines and books and TV show. Honestly, it's so fun, like yeah. good for you. And then you study a bit of law on the side. I love people yeah. who enjoy their lives. I really do. And I think um, Kim, Kim does. does. That's that's how I feel as I well. I think um, skims don't make any sense. Um, and I just love that she keeps on putting out more and more and more. And more people, skims. More skims. And now there's a like, no. skim slider, skim, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. The bra doesn't have any support. Like it's, and she, so and people eat it up and they run for it. And she's like, yes, yes, I you're, you're welcome. And that's fantastic. And I really just feel like, you know, I can have that energy in my own life also. Yeah. I will give you nothing and you I'll will be grateful. Um, and I will have fun doing it. Yeah, no, yeah, they're great. They're fun to watch. And I I, I, I actually, I also love that she, um, we all believe she's had a million surgeries and she will not admit to it. And I love that. I love also, that so yeah. much. Yeah. You know, like create your own world, she boo. She looks so good. The surgeries. She does. Someone said the difference between a goal-based life and a value-based life. Are you setting goals for 2020? Goals. 2021. I've heard people are doing themes. I'll think about that. I don't want to pressure myself. And I know the easiest way to get what I want is to focus on what I have that's working mm-hmm. rather than things that it's a smaller gap to just enjoy what I have now and then everything else arrives. Mm-hmm. So I'm really trying to just do that and not mm-hmm. looking forward to all things like the house are coming. I don't, I don't have those things right now mm-hmm. and that's overwhelming. So yeah, I don't know, babes. I think the issue with, with the goals is that they're not holistic and they don't um, encompass the continuum of life and also the shifting of values and of desires. I don't know. It's just such a small component of, um, of the meal of life. Goals are the, the things like the, the, the house, the car, the relationship, those, honestly, that's still base level of life. Like it's the things that happen around and on top and that, and before and after. And so so goals are very misleading. Um, so they're, they're fun to have a direction to shoot in, but they can be misleading when we'll forsake all else for that straight path um, mm. towards a goal. Like it, for a lot of people and for maybe me in a past life, it would have been really okay to bleed and sweat the whole year. In fact, um, you know, yeah, people have congratulated me. Oh, your hard work. Well done. Oh, good. Mm. Um, and I'm like, no, 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 no. This hard work is not worth it. But I've reached the goal of, you know, the income. So, yeah, yeah. I just do it. Do whichever makes you feel good. Yeah, and, what, and you you can never do anything wrong. You're okay. You'll be okay. Yeah. You're well. You're protected. This is a benevolent universe. Doesn't matter in the end. Yeah. Do what you want. And maybe you're gonna come back again. So. Who knows? Who knows? Your beliefs. I just think your beliefs should make you feel good. If having goals makes you anxious, stop. Yeah. If having values makes you feel good, do that. Like, yeah. your beliefs should make you feel good. That's the fundamental, I believe, truth. Yeah. Cut that off. Oh, time. Oh, okay. So should we make this a second? (laughs) 
She was doing funny. Why'd you do that? Why'd you do? Why'd you do that? It's it's literally universally known when you cut across your slice neck. across your neck. It's that's it. Like stop, finish. Okay, because we've reached an hour. That's what Wamukundu does. Whenever I try to speak to her about someone in the shopping in mall in French, she'll translate it back to me in a loud. The man with that beret. <laughs> like oh my god. I know. Well, let's. Okay, okay, friends. I think we'll make a second episode right about here. Yeah. Um. I like we'll keep talking about belief systems. Yeah. It's just all become so simple to me. Mm-hmm. If you don't feel good, try do that thing less. If it feels good, try do it more. Yeah. It's and, and it's you're okay. You're okay it's deceptively simple, but it's only deceptive because we've been trained by society that it's the other way around. That struggle is key and king. Um, and you don't have to buy into that. We don't have to buy into that. It's very interesting. I think I want to talk also about diagnosis. Mm. About That's how so much great. that help. Where does it help? Where does that hurt? Yeah. Yeah. Opinion. Let's definitely put that on our, on on our, our list. On our list next time. Okay, girls and guys. This was fun. This was, was so fun. Yeah. Uh, next week, we'll continue with your questions. Yeah. And till then, please stay moist. Um, I'll stay moist. Yeah. And speaking of moist, yeah, I have to remember all this. <laughs> also, yeah, and maybe this week, just practice listening more to yourself and what you want and what makes you happy. And even if you're not going to do it, at least ask yourself the question. Like, that's a good start. Yeah. Yeah. Prioritize feeling good. Try your best to mind your business, whatever that looks like. You know, try your best to turn a blind eye to the drama yeah. in the news or your friend group. Like, just try and see how that makes you feel to just like obsess over yourself and how you feel a bitch i've been preaching this since the beginning i, I know and i've always found you yeah. self so funny when you're outside of the club yeah, yeah i just I thought oh, you're self-centered and mad and a gemini i'm like oh thank you, thank you. i know <laughs> oh okay lovies um do or don't follow us i don't know how long this podcast is gonna last anyway all the links will be in the description uh, goodbye really yeah have goodbye. a great um week have a lovely week. Happy, Happy Christmas. Merry Christmas. Oh my gosh. Happy festive season. <laughs> Merry <laughs> Christmas. The day. Christ, we are celebrating Jesus. <laughs> Happy family holiday. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, um, oh no, should we talk? Oh gosh, we need to end. My philosophy is shoot or shut up. It's if somebody at the dinner table upsets <laughs> you, shoot your uncle or shut up. Like, shoot or shut up. Throw hands or just leave. Ignore it. He talks about, oh yeah. He's being racist, being sexist. Keep eating your turkey, mind your business, or shoot him. Like, pick one so that you're not in anguish. That's actually, this is actually a really good way to end without ending, is because if you, if it would feel better for you to shut up, then bitch, trust. If you shoot and you run your mouth to protect all the people that are in the room, all the the gays on Twitter who are logged off this crisp, so they didn't even see your tweets about how you defended us. Exactly. And they're not going to come thank you, and they're not going to come defend you when he also turns around with his fork he's done a fork so bitch it's really okay and it doesn't make you um not genuine and it doesn't make you two-faced and it, it also doesn't make you the racist um you really have to take care of your own energy it was so funny i was at this um lunch once two years ago and i think i just talked about queerness i don't know somehow I'd maybe talked about queerness mm. to the table so they all knew and then my friend came with her boyfriend mm. who is from another country where being gay is homophobic is what is legal illegal so he was like oh yeah the gays no the gays are wrong like they should be locked up and then poor things the white girls across me like we're just you know they choked in the food and like no 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 and they try to defend 
the way I, I was tucking in pasta bread. <laughs> are you going to finish that? Are you having that asparagus? I kept eating the steak. We the gays drinking. are fine. Second cocktail. They didn't give a cause like, I, yeah, no. So, so, so yeah, you're welcome to keep eating. Keep eating. Or leave or do whatever you feel. Whatever feels easiest, baby. That's Please right. look after yourself. Okay. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye.